0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and in today's video uh, once again I'm delighted uh, to be joined by Marie Fleming Grant. Hi Marie, thank you so much for joining us again uh, today. Uh, It's really great, great to see you again and have you on Discerning Consciousness. Um, So of course last time, uh, let's briefly if we backtrack a wee bit, last time we spoke about uh, the war on consciousness or the spiritual war that we um, all find ourselves immersed in at this moment, especially obviously since the um, COVID event um, first reared its ugly head last March. So he spoke um, spoke uh, at length on that and kind of tools and techniques that people can use to navigate that. Because it is, is um, just to briefly touch upon it again, it's a very challenging time for, for a lot of people, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, it really is. not it's just, it's pulled the rug from underneath many.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So today, I believe what we're going to talk about is something you've spoken about at length um, on your uh, on your Facebook, on your timeline, is this idea of um, this shift um, that we're experiencing. uh, And you posed a question, you posed a question, I should say, on your Facebook uh, timeline. Can you feel this shift? So um, as we um, get into this issue, uh, we'll unpack it a little bit over the next sort of 55 minutes or so I want to be if you first you could just share with the uh, audience just a little summary of what you mean by this idea of a shift
1: yeah so the way I see it it's like we know about the great awakening right so we're in this kind of everybody's sort of waking up we're aware of what's happening we can see it so to me the shift is really like the next level of that so it's like it's not enough just to see it what we're now doing is responding to that Mm. so you know so it's almost like And we'll get into the practical things um, I'm sure as we talk, but it's the idea of as we're going through the shift, what we're doing really is transforming our way of being, our way of living. And we're seeing that even now, just by the fact that we're looking at things with complete awareness now, seeing them for what they really are. And we're starting to say, no, we're starting to say, no, we don't accept this. We're not buying into this. We're not prepared to go down this road. Mm-hmm. Um, so the shift is really, the way I feel it and sense it is that we're moving and we're now behaving differently. We're now, you know, we're making different choices and decisions and that process is really going to continue more and more and more over the weeks, months, years to come. And mm-hmm. we're, I feel like we're right at the start of that mm-hmm. big shift and some of us can feel it. And if you don't feel it, that's totally fine <laughs> because we're going to, we'll get into that. And it's mm-hmm. a process as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So, would you describe it really in summation? It's almost um the shift is uh, a movement in our own individual awareness as to our own truths, be it externally, politically or in our own in our own lives um as we spoke a bit about last time in terms of realizing that a relationship, a marriage, or a friendship might not be for us, not might not be working for us, or a particular employment, career choice, or many other aspects or where we're living in, in, in the country and the energy of where we live. Um, they're all now coming, they're all all of these things are are coming to the fore. I mean, some might say in the kind of Jungian analysis, it's the it's the shadow uh coming forward um and we're having to bring our attention attention to that right now aren't we
1: definitely yeah and it's two because it's two layers it's the global stuff so it's like we're all you know collectively saying we don't want to follow this we don't want to go down this path but then you've got your individual things as you're going through the shift and as you said you know our I think everybody's feeling this relationships are huge I think kind of at the top of the list at the moment, um, even recently, you know, your relationships are shifting because you're, as we're being more aware and you know, really you know, becoming more conscious and choosing things, we're going against the, the masses, we're going against the normal everyday narrative. So you know, we're gonna move away a lot from our relationships, our jobs, where we live, we, well, everything's gonna, we're gonna start looking at it differently and making completely different choices. So we're shifting even on those practical levels every mm. single day.
0: Mm. And that that obviously can feel, um, I'm sure a lot of the audience can relate to, how uncomfortable that can feel, because I mean if we bring it back to the dreaded C word, Covid, Mm -hmm. um, just um, going against the government narrative uh, and the propaganda, you can feel very isolated and especially uh, if your partner, husband or wife or friends and family, work colleagues, are still following um, the mainstream narrative, shall we say? It does take a lot of bravery and courage to go against the herd, to go against the crowd. And when I say that, um, we all make our choices. So I'm not saying that people that make that might make choices that are different to ours with regards to COVID. Um, you know that that that's fine, but it does place us in um, in the mould of being the outsider, which is is very challenging, isn't it?
1: Mm, it is and i think if you're depending on your history again you know if you're somebody who's already had a bit of that you know <laughs> I, I certainly have um just being a bit different in terms of my family's beliefs and you know the way they live um mm-hmm. you know the black sheep of the family type thing so a lot of people if you've already had that this is familiar but there are lots of people who've never had that you you may have had lives where you've just you've You've just been, you've blended in with your friends and family. You have the same values. So mm. this can be really, really quite traumatic. Mm. And let's be honest, you know, and there's no, I think with this, it's important to say there's no requirement for you to move through this all kind of happy and positive and like, loving the process, Because <laughs> <laughs> especially when we have conversations like this, right? You know, um, I definitely have days where I, I totally see the vision, having conversations like this with you is great. I totally get it. And then there are days where I just feel really, really sad about it and maybe frustrated and frustrated with people in my life you know that I I used to connect with or whatever um so it's okay just for anyone that's watching and they're you're feeling this Mm. this is normal this is okay and a lot of people have been feeling really heavy energy especially over the last week I've had loads of messages and conversations with people like you know there's a lot of sadness it's like a grieving process Mm. isn't it it's like
0: Mm.
1: we're losing things at the moment people, mm. places, ways of being, shops, um, companies that we usually, whatever, mm. um, films and movies. I, uh, <laughs> I'm struggling at the moment um, to watch a movie because every time I sit down, I'm seeing things, symbols, references, mm. programming, mm. and I can't do it, so I switch off. So it's like on a practical level, it's, it's you're kind of, we're losing a lot before mm. we've, we've stepped into the great stuff we're gonna create. Mm. you know so it's like really go easy on yourself through this process because right now we're really we're at a very delicate stage of this shift mm. I think I feel
0: yeah I, I think it's a good point you raise uh Rory actually because it's um the delicate phase is we haven't quite I think we spoke about this last time we, we we haven't quite got the vision of the new world and what it looks like and we certainly haven't got the kind of concrete uh, organisation. organisational get my words out framework for what that might look like Uh, and and it is uh, so it is quite a a difficult period because there's a lot of shedding going on there's a lot of um, a lot of revelations that are going on I mean you talk about uh, the media in terms of films Um, up until a couple of months ago I would look at the mainstream news uh, like Sky or BBC in terms of um, just to see well what message is being pumped out there and now I find it so extreme literally I don't mean to be melodramatic dramatic, but I can't even do it on that level anymore it just yeah. it just do you know where there's like that internal disquiet and you oh they're just like you said just now when you can see the propaganda the messaging, messaging the false messaging, I s- could should say, and the way in which they're deceiving people, even looking at, it and looking at it from a research angle, it's just it's just hideous, isn't it? It's just yeah. it's just, it's just so at odds with how um, how what, how you perceive the truth to be, and it's very it's difficult, isn't it? Coming to mm-hmm. terms with that. Kind of I'm
1: exactly thing. the same. That's that I used to do it. I used to list tune in to say like BBC News or something or Boris <laughs> Johnson, or whatever just to hear what is being said and now yeah I'm even that's a struggle I'm just like I'm just I can't do that right Mm. now maybe it'll change I might go back into it but yeah totally with you on that because it just feels so ridiculous
0: Mm.
1: and so Mm. far from what is the truth it almost feels like a complete and utter waste of time Mm. to be watching like gobbledygook on the tv (laughs) it just doesn't make Mm. sense yeah so it's a lot of it's a lot of kind of being in the void actually Mm. it's kind of open don't know where we're going I know I don't want to go back there don't quite know where I'm fitting in don't know who my friends are yet you know Mm. if you've lost friends you haven't Mm. quite met your new friends
0: Mm. all of this stuff yeah Mm. so I think it's okay with you Marie Uh, I think now we'll begin uh, unpacking this idea of the shift or the great awakening as it's it's become kind of like this (laughs) cliche hasn't it really Um, I did an episode of my audio podcast um, and uh, with Mike and we did the great awakening uh, versus um, the great awakening versus what's the uh, world economic forum. What's their mantra called? Oh, the great Um, reset. Reset. Yeah. Yeah. And after we did that, we started seeing all these channels doing the same thing, the great awakening Mm. versus the great reset, but it's the way I look at it is it's, um, it's the fake inorganic matrix world versus the real world versus the organic world, which is what we're talking about, which we're going to talk about now in more details. That's what we want to take forward. That's what we can see that we're heralding right now. Um, And as we were just saying, it's difficult though, because we still don't quite know what that looks like, do we? And that's a difficult thing. So one of the first things uh, I want to pick up on Marie that you spoke about um on your facebook timeline with regards to this idea of um the shift is the implication for our health and uh, well-being and our own vitality just to introduce on this point i feel that uh, what happens with the matrix programming if i if i can use that phrase is within society we get level we get used sorry to a level of health and therefore consciousness which is actually quite low so it's common to have colds and flus until COVID came along, and we no longer have flu apparently. But this level of health, which is actually um, um, we get used to, um, but it it I I don't believe it is the norm. I believe that actually, if we weren't being you know hit by EMF and toxins in the atmosphere and the food and all these different things, we 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 uh, we all know about. Many of us have studied over time, and big farmer etc. <coughs> I feel that, we, yeah, we've come to acceptance of a level of health that isn't normal because we can still function and go to work and do the normal things. And But I think part of this shift is this realisation that when you come into your selfhood and your true divinity or when we do as human beings, we can step into true health and vitality. And when I say that, I don't mean that in an extreme way in that we need to go from you know off the bat from being a meat eater to, be, to being vegetarian or vegan I mean that you may decide to do that as an individual but it's about the baby steps to get there how do you feel about that
1: mm, yeah it's so yeah I think we we as you said we're so used to the way they've conditioned humans on the planet we've just become used to it so we don't we can't miss what we've never had mm. that's the thing so we've always you know since the moment we've entered into this planet whatever age we are know this has been going on for, for a long long time we've just kind of gently gently become accustomed to what we feel what we think how our health is how our body is so we just we don't really it doesn't even occur to us unless we've gone through something major in that area it doesn't occur to us to start looking at our health and start to say you know we desire more because we don't know that it's even one it's a possibility and we normalize we normalize this, even stress, it's very related to health. We're so in a stressed out way of living. And this was me, because I had a major burnout with this, like really bad. Mm. We, we're so stressed every day. We don't b- even recognize it's stress and ill health because it just feels like that's how we live. Mm. So what's happening is as we're unplugging from this kind of old matrix system, this is one of the areas that's gonna come into play. And it is, isn't it, with the jabs, because this
0: Absolutely. is the major
1: coming right to our face about our health um and we're suddenly being catapulted into oh what's in that what are the ingredients what does it do and then once we're on that level it automatically we're going to just start looking at other areas you might feel yourself just getting a bit more conscious um like for me for example last year I've got to say I never even gave it any thought before about say like products products that I used every day I was aware of like you know food and things, but I never thought about things like shampoo, things like deodorants, things like toothpaste, things like that. Oh, okay, toothpaste was more on the radar, but the rest. And you know, once you start to become aware and your consciousness rises, you're going to start noticing, Well, what am I putting into my body? What am I eating? Even our water supply is part of our health. Um, and then you're going to start to notice like your body, and you might even get more aware of actually, do you know, I don't actually feel particularly healthy I'm not maybe you're not ill mm. you don't have like the big conditions but I think we've all got used to this kind of low level we, we get we find it normal that we're tired all the time mm. just because we're adults right
0: mm.
1: we know children don't children are full of abundance of energy most children but as adults we just accept that oh we, we need coffee we're tired, we, we have aches and pains. Mm. You know, We hit a certain age and then suddenly you know, we start cracking and you know, creaking and we've accepted that as the norm. But even that aging process is actually part of the programming because there are other cultures where we have you know, people in their 80s and 90s and they're doing yoga mm. and they're more healthy than maybe a 21 year old would be in this part of our world so we're Absolutely. doing we're not you know something's missing so it's there. you know we can have these like pieces of evidence that it's so possible for us to be really vibrant with our health um and a lot more in tune with our health and, and more energy than we maybe thought was possible
0: mm, definitely
1: such sure. a big area
0: mm. yeah it's a huge area I, a huge when area. you said about um uh, cultures where they have um much different kind of lifestyles. I always think of Japan of course and you've seen the older folks doing their yeah. qigong uh, and things and and any and energy work and of course you're what you're talking about things like coffee is the bizarre thing It's almost paradoxical in that we need to use and take um, stimulants which mm. really are toxins although as much as we all like coffee uh, to stimulate us to make us feel alive you know because uh, we feel yeah. so groggy and this whole idea I think this, Uh, kind of um, something obviously that you'll be aware of in terms of experience that you've had this idea that the grind of the nine to five and this whole. um, The whole notion that, well, of course, you dislike your work, your career, but once you get to your 60s at some point, you can give that all up and you can have, um, if you're lucky, 10, 15 years, maybe 20 years of freedom and I think what COVID is showing for a lot of people. That no longer works, that whole career nine to five model or whatever else people do, <clears throat> you know, to be cogs in the system uh, due to the increase in unemployment, the insecure employment more and more for a lot of people who actually can't even get work. And we know the fact that for a lot of the younger generations, it looks likely that they're not even going to get a pension. So that whole model is, is completely breaking down now. So, again, it's like we said at the beginning, uh, Maria, a lot of people are being forced. It's being brought um. Because uh, of the dysfunction of the economic financial system, it's being, we're all being forced to realise that um, a lot of these systems are completely incoherent, and they are all they are all breaking down, which is a good thing. But obviously, a lot of us experience that as a crisis, don't we? It's a difficult, it's a challenging situation. Definitely,
1: it's like growing pains comes to me as we talk about that. It's like on a level, it's of course it's really good. The fact that this whole work nine to five you know, work for somebody else is crumbling. Yes, great. However, on a personal level, if you're somebody who's, you know, maybe you've been made redundant, like I know I've got loved ones who were made redundant after like 26 years, right, of their job, that they never knew anything else. Um, it's a scary time. It can be a really scary, unsettling time. So go, go eat, again, go in easy with yourself. If you're finding yourself suddenly in this situation of, I don't have work, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? It's because you're, you were plugged into that system. You've been jolted out quite abruptly. not not in a nice smooth way quite abruptly and that's the but you can sort of see it as an opportunity if you can to really start going right this is the opportunity that maybe I get to really see and feel what is it that I'm really here to do because one of the programmings is that you know we all came into this world with a I say spiritual purpose but not in a kind of esoteric way that doesn't mean anything like more like you came here with a purpose maybe not just one I don't agree with just one purpose and you've got to find the mystical thing could be a series of things but you came here with gifts you know abilities interests Mm -hmm. and what we were taught was that your interests are just those kind of side things you get to do like after you've done your work like dessert after you've eaten your dinner you get it (laughs) later on um
0: after the main course
1: yeah yeah exactly or you go to play after you've done your homework as a child right so we're taught that our hobbies and our interests and our passions are just little side things and maybe if you have time and half the time we're exhausted and we don't pursue them and we bought into this idea and I did I was a lawyer for quite a few years and I was on this like rat race nine to five longer hours um and I thought that was the way to make money and do what I needed to do to pay the bills and then retire one day, enjoy the fruits of your labor. <laughs> um, you know, and then get to live your life. But what we're doing now as part of where we're going is this system's breaking down. And what we're doing is it's almost like we're reverting to what we had already. Now we're not really, this isn't new. This is going back to ancient wisdom, right? Our ancestors, they they This whole nine to five working in a building thing was fairly new, fairly recent in our history. Mm. Um, We're not really designed to be in one place all the time. That's not our physiological, biological kind of blueprint. So this is where we get to go, well, what, you know, imagine if I could choose, well, what would you choose? That might be quite a thing to sit with for some people. Mm. And really, you know, I had to do it when I was recovering. I lost my ability to work this was through illness so a similar thing rug pulled out and I couldn't do that anymore and as I was recovering I started to think well what what would I do I did get my health back and I could have gone into that but once I plugged into what was my real passion what do I really want to do I want to help people I want to work with people directly help them with their their thoughts their feelings whatever um, their way of living and then you get to create that and that can be a bit of a leap of faith If you've lived your life right this is the challenge but it's doable if you've lived your life in this box this black and white box which many of us have but now is the opportunity it's having a bit of faith and this is where when you really you've got to start tuning in you won't find this out there because out there will tell you out there will tell you you have to have a proper job to pay your bills out there will tell you you can't have money easily you have to work really hard and you have to go through the motions and work your way up. But you know what? Look at evidence, look at these like, we've got 12 year old YouTubers. You ever seen those, right? Yeah. They're making millions. Yeah,
0: just, just rub it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the reason I bring them up is because they, actually younger children are coming in with a very different consciousness the way we have. Absolutely, absolutely. It's great, if you're in doubt, go on YouTube, look up some makeup tutorials or somebody, but well, it will annoy you, but this is good find someone on youtube and you'll say they've got like two million followers they're making a ton of money <laughs> because they don't have that old program that i've got to pay my bills and work nine to five and be a, have a boss and mm. all of these programs so if you can just recognize those are just programs even if you don't know if you can believe outside of that yet the first step is just recognize okay those are old programs i'm stepping out of them don't know where I'm going but that's so it's such a powerful thing because once you step out of that my goodness like they don't want us to do that
0: mm. that that is the definite thanks for that yeah that's great because that's um, for me sums sums a lot of a lot of what's happening up and it is that's where you really do walk outside the matrix because that's how the system um you know keeps control of us if you will because it's it's as we know from uh, once we become adults all of those hopes and dreams and passions and the system says well you're naive grow up what to think you can earn an income from your hobby or your passion are you foolish get back to the office or you know uh, get back to the factory or or wherever it is and it it brings to mind actually a scene from the film the Truman show uh, when Truman there's a scene when he was a very small child in school and the teacher says uh, what do you want to be Truman when you grow up and he says I want to be an explorer I think like Mugello or something and she says well it's it's already been done you can't do that so from you know from quite a young age yes. our dreams are crushed yes it's like well you have to be sensible you, you've got to be a matrix dweller and you have to yes. sell your labor but like you said Marie that is quite scary because I'm actually at that point now where I've been unemployed for quite a long time and um I want to get into earning income from writing and of course it's not quite as easy as one would think because there's lots of people who want to do things like copywriting uh, and other things and still part of me is like oh I can't quite make that and it, and it, it does require quite a lot of um, bravery introspection but it is that whole that matrix grip that is so strong but I think yeah. it, that is beginning to break down and and as we talk about these things um, during this particular video I don't it can be quite easy to seem when you're talking about the things that you're being glib would be or being crass, but we're not because in a way um, we're all dealing, as we said at the start, we're all dealing with these things and it is, and it is difficult because it can be um, it can, people can misinterpret what you're saying because they'll okay. say, well, I can't make that decision because I have a huge mortgage or I've yeah. got children or I've got responsibilities. And what we're saying in this particular video is video is we all, we're all in similar situations. And like you very, uh, expert he said we can each of us just take it at our own pace it's yeah. you know because we've all got different yeah. circumstances
1: yeah you don't need to kind of go from where you are to I fully believe I can make money just kind of <laughs> juggling bananas because I want to you know like <laughs> you could <laughs> you could if that was your passion and you really felt it, it but you know it's like you've got to go with where you are and and I think the even if you're not sure what you can do is use what's happening as evidence so one of the good things I'll just say like a positive that's come from all the lockdowns and all the, the nonsense we've had, is that unfortunately a lot of people um, have lost their jobs or they've been you know, put on furlough and they've had a massive hit. And what it's showing us, as painful as that is for many, it's showing us that the security that we thought was in a nine to five, we all used to think nine to five, having a boss, having a pension, having a structure was the safe bet and going out on your own and being like a writer or a speaker or whatever, whatever, artist, whatever your own business whatever was the risky thing but what we're seeing is well that's turned on its head that's turned on its head because now people have just had their security pulled from them and that in a way it can be a blessing and I don't say that lightly because I know when I lost my ability to literally work I was physically incapable of working it felt like someone had sucked the identity out of me it was incredibly painful. I didn't know who I was if I wasn't the lawyer who worked nine to five. So I don't say that as you said glibly, just kind of lightly. It's like no, it's just it's just a wrench, but it's part of the unplugging. Unplugging is never pleasant. No.
0: it's never
1: easy. It's no. a wrench. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but it's okay. This we're gonna we're gonna move through it, and we're gonna find our ways of being are so different. And and again, just to reiterate, the younger generation they're already modeling it. Absolutely. It's it's quite something. So, if you start, so one of the things you can do if you're sort of still in the mindset of, I don't know how, I don't see it, seek out the evidence. If you set your intention to say, I now want to look for evidence of people following their passions, doing what they love, and actually being able to support themselves, Mm. and actually they seem quite happy, start to look for it. Because when you train yourself to look for it, you'll start to spot it on Mm. Facebook, on YouTube, wherever you, you are. Whereas before, because you were programmed into nine to five, pay bills, work for someone else, that's all you're going to see. Mm. That's how our minds work. But it's there's, a, there's like a whole. You see, there's a whole world outside. We're in this bubble here. You break out of that. There's a whole world out there, which is amazing. Mm. But it, yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna take a bit of. Whew, take a big breath. Don't look down. <laughs> you know. Create yeah. some safety. You know keep breathing, keep drinking water right now. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's it's scary, but it could be exciting.
0: Mm. It could I be think exciting. Your your far more interesting background. Uh <laughs> probably that would speak of your le your 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 former uh, career in the legal profession.
1: <laughs> yeah it's a bit of, I can't see what you can see. Yeah it's a bit of a mix um, I've got like Reiki <laughs> and um EFT and right. legal qualification is like really mixed.
0: <laughs> You've got the old and the new, all the old and the new, oh, the new yeah. So yeah. yeah, this this a nice segue actually, uh, because um something else you wrote about was this idea of our creative potential and the idea that we live in this totally abundant world or universe. Because what we're talking about with this breakdown of the matrix and this idea of a career comes from scarcity thinking, doesn't it? And what you, as I say, um, what you were writing about, some of the points you made was this idea of this shift and coming to the awareness or the awakening that our amazing creative power as uh, individual human beings, which goes against the kind of uh, matrix societal cultural program that says we have uh, very finite resources. Whereas, um, you know, the reality is we live in a world of uh, total abundance and of course that means that when like me you're trying to create this uh this new uh this new way of being going forward and actually earning an income from my from my passion that's something to be mindful of isn't it
1: mm, the scarcity thing yeah because the scarcity mentality comes in with everything not i mean it could be money the obvious one um it could be just a, a lack it's always that it's just a lack mentality and what that means is we have plugged into this program that tells us there just isn't enough. Mm. There's limited resources, right? So that's why you know we've created this kind of debt cycle because we don't believe that we can create money. We believe, for example, that it's it's limited and that's just what we've got and that's it. And it's we we don't have the power to create. And it, that is a huge subject. Love that subject. It's a huge one. But it is it's just tapping into really what it is is as human beings we are so powerful as in and this has been talked about so many times out there for, for years is the power of our thought and it's so easy to gloss over that as kind of oh yeah kind of woo woo like yeah i can think my way into manifesting but actually the reality is it's our thoughts create the energy and our it impacts our thoughts cre- impact how we feel how we feel impacts our energy and our energy ripples out and it it does attract opportunities and you know various circumstances so our thoughts are incredibly powerful, but if, you, if you're not sure about that, then I'll just challenge you to think that's why they, those in control, have mm. spent so much time and resources programming us. If we weren't powerful, they wouldn't need to do that. That's what they baby. do is they bombard us. They have to. We're so powerful. They have to come at us from every single angle. They've got to get us in our adverts, commercials, movies, books, song lyrics, music videos um, blueprints in how we work our education system our healthcare they do a number on us but it makes me laugh because actually when you look step back and look at it you go we must be damn powerful if they have to go to that extent if we were really these weak human beings that a lot of us sometimes falsely believe we are we're just human and we we don't have powers they wouldn't need to do all that Mm -hmm. they really wouldn't so when you start to this is why the inner work is so important right now and in general because right now if you can start to break out of that and really effectively reprogram yourself that's what it is Mm -hmm. you can brainwash yourself into other things in a good way
0: (laughs) yeah i mean when i say
1: brainwash i mean we we just repeat it if we repeat something enough our minds accept it as true Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so why not do it in the positive because mm. it works.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that's a great point you make. Actually, mm. um, I've I've been thinking a lot about this uh, in terms of yeah, how much actually um, they they decry us so much because they fear us uh, and the the massive propaganda onslaught is a good example of that. If we lived in a sane world, uh, mm. government and the health authorities would say. Well, we've we've come up with this vaccine, but um, you know, we would we would suggest the vulnerable take it. But uh, as for other people, we don't think it's necessary. I mean, that would be like even a sane approach within the kind of yeah. within the matrix, you know. But we yeah. get like, no, if you refuse it, then you're you're a conspiracy nutter, you're a a, a vaccine refusenik, you're a, a COVID denier. I mean, yeah. and that's where um, since last March. Uh, we've seen it's wartime levels of propaganda and brainwashing, literally, you know, yeah. look him in the eyes and tell him it isn't yeah. real. You know, it's literally wartime. And, and that's mm-hmm. what a lot of good hearted people who aren't stupid sheeple have fallen fallen prey to um, that level mm-hmm. of programming. And it's only because um, the likes of us, uh, I speak for myself, spent many years being a politically minded person studying how propaganda works studying how um media manipulation works looking at all these different great authors and academics who've um, studied these different areas so once the rona came along so like, oh yeah tick that box tick that mm-hmm. box and but a lot of people are haven't done all that studying and they're, and they're not yeah. schooled in that and it's not right or wrong so they fell have fallen prey to all the propaganda you so you were in training then
1: you were like <laughs> without knowing you were yeah, yeah time right yeah, and the, yeah. the world needs people like that because imagine if you you know if people like you didn't exist we'd all be falling prey to it so it's the repetition because mm-hmm. you know and I think we might have spoken about this I can't remember but the idea of it's not about intelligence that's no. the thing it's not yeah, because it's, it's, it's yeah. an, can be intelligent but i tell you there's something so powerful about you hear something on repeat every day they use the power of three the phrases stay at home da, 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 i don't even know it because i don't listen it's those the power of three right mm. and they had it on the banner at the front when you know they're they're giving the briefings to the nation and you know it's complete um repetition and repetition does go in it's so how do we learn our times tables <laughs> mm repetition we just kept going over them you know when we're at school so repetition is so powerful so that's why even if you you're half aware of what's happening if you continue to plug into it you are still receiving that information and it makes it you're making your job harder to think clearly because you're receiving that repetition because I know a lot of people that are half awake to what's going on but yet they are still tuning in Mm. um but it, they're not realizing what they're actually feeding themselves so if you can switch off from that when I, mean, I said that many times if you if you go just a few days 3 days 3 days and no news and any of that you will start to feel better
0: mm.
1: you just will mm. so it's just great like really just repeating to yourself things that are very useful to you reminders to yourself of how powerful you are because you so, are really really genuinely are absolutely yeah, and even
0: down to thank you for that. Even down to I'm thinking of um, the press conferences and the lectern and they use the um, <clears throat> yellow and red for warning, which obviously triggers certain reaction in the yeah. brain. <clears throat> yeah, we've and, and that speaks to the, the onslaught. They've used every NLP te- technique yeah. under the sun. And as we know, that's all uh, my mind control. And And like you said, Marie, the main component of mind control uh, you know it's not look into my eyes it is actually um, repetition repetition yeah. repetition so as you pointed to rightly there are quite a few people that are on the cusp of waking up to how society works the control system <clears throat> how the the elites the so-called elites manipulate human consciousness and and they might listen to governments and health spokespeople and go oh well of course governments they do lie but they're still imbibing the message aren't they
1: yeah yeah and I know people like that because I could have a conversation this might um, explain this actually when you can have a conversation with someone and in that moment they really hear you they understand what you're saying and it makes sense and it gets in the cracks and then you might speak to them a week later and it's like you never had that conversation they've just gone back in they elevated a bit and then they've now gone back into Kind of going along with it and i i know people that i've had that conversation with where it's like oh you've you the the programming was too strong so it's not because they're stupid it's not because you didn't do yeah. a good job explaining it's just they default they went back to the default position mm-hmm. so yeah that's why things like i'll say affirmations loosely because i, I There's lots of ways to work with them, but using that topic of this kind of repeating positive statements to yourself about yourself, that's why those are powerful because you won't believe them at first many many times. When you do them enough, they then start to become true. It's just how we're wired. So we do have a lot of power within us to really think about where, just think about where you need to reprogram yourself. Just become aware of which area is a great first step. Like which area do you know that you're in fear or stress or worry about or scarcity mm. often it's money it's survival you know those yeah, those sure. basic human needs and yeah. then you can start to think about right what if i started to look differently at that started to maybe read some books maybe listen to some videos or tune into people that talk about it and just go just one step at a time mm. you know just excuse me i'll just get my charger because i'm about to
0: oh sorry yeah one thing that one thing that i do is um I do a daily um, gratitude journal now um, I'm someone that is normally quite cynical of you know the so-called woo-woo new age but I I just know that when I do that of an evening before I go to bed it does focus my mind and it makes me realize oh my life does have some value god damn it some some meaning so I know for those of you who have quite cynical nature like me these things they do work and I know as like some days I do forget and then when I get when I get back to it um it's, it, it does make a difference and it can be something really simple um as oh you know I'm so glad I had hot water for a bath today or I'm so yeah. you know as we're seeing with the horrors that are going on right now in the Middle East uh, in Palestine sometimes when you um when you It is helpful to just look at those basic things like, oh, you know, uh, I have a secure living arrangement. I'm not in danger. No one is physically threatening me. No one is removing me from my home and then accusing me of it being my fault. You know, it's like at the end of the day, we do uh, in this particular country, in spite of all of the mechanisms of control, We do have a lot to be grateful for. So in summation of that long point, a gratitude journal is something that I particularly find
1: helpful. It's so good. And it is a great way to start because it's, you know, it's it's there's still a logic to it. You're not having to jump into like kind of stuff you don't wouldn't usually do, but it's and a really good thing is what you said, you know, when you start to notice something, you know, like you might hear a story of, you know, a war-torn country or, you know, some terrible story or something, and it Mm. makes you think, wow, I don't have that problem. Flip that into a positive as you're thinking about it, because what you don't want to do is is almost receive that message of those, you know, that energy of like war and famine and all of those hot, not saying deny yes. that it's happening,
0: no. but
1: you just flip that. So if you know, you're looking at a war-torn country, you can say, OK, I'm so glad to be living in a stable environment. It's going to feel better as you reflect on it so yeah I'm all for gratitude because it's um but but you know not in terms of forcing yourself because we do there's a lot of talk about gratitude in the spiritual and personal development world and sometimes you can go there and write I'm grateful for like really kind of you're not feeling it
0: Mm.
1: you're just like I'm grateful for the food I have I'm grateful for the you know but the idea and that's okay to start but the idea is if you can get into a place with gratitude of genuinely feeling like this is great so what I, I sometimes, because I went through a phase of gratitude felt really annoying for me. I was like, okay, I know I should be grateful for these things, but I just don't feel it right now. I'm too annoyed and I'm too stressed. So I used, I used to look for things of, like if I was eating something that I really liked the taste of, I'd go, oh, I really love the taste of this. I'm really grateful for it. That felt true. Something like listening to a piece of music, there's no resistance to it. If you listen to, put on the, your best favorite couple of songs, right? Blast them loud and you'll feel good and you'll go oh, I'm grateful for that song and it feels real so I just make that distinction because if, if anyone out there is trying to do it and you're where I was it, gratitude can feel really <laughs> triggering and you just want to put it in the bin um so do it in a way that feels real right like genuine like no I'm really grateful for this I really like this mm.
0: I do yeah. struggle with that so I yeah to, I have to, it's such a thing I have to hold trying- my hand up again um it's all yeah. part of the moving more from here to the the heart center for me personally mm. it, that's all about my journey so yeah sometimes i'm writing on thinking uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know one good thing is how to do it is um i did a practice like this for a while it really helped me as at the end of the day i would ask myself right what was my favorite part of today And then what it does is you have to scan. You have to think, okay, I woke up, I did this. Oh, that was rubbish. No, I went here, went there. And you're scanning the the day until you find something. And what it's doing, you're teaching your mind to look for the good thing, Mm. kind of tricking yourself. And then you might find it might even be, it could be even a moment where you go, oh yeah, I was scrolling. I had a shitty day. I scrolled through Facebook and found a post that kind of made sense to me. And I felt like, yeah that that made me laugh, or it you know made sense, or it could be well, you know what, everything was rubbish, but I had a really nice dinner, <laughs> or doesn't it could be the silliest thing, smallest thing, but it trains you to look, so I just suggest that as a if you find gratitude hard, abandon it, abandon it, and come back to it another time because when you push yourself, you're just gonna create more resistance, and it's gonna feel really annoying, <laughs> so try that and see because it really used to work for me it's like what's my favorite bit of today what's the best part of today could even be now I'm about to go to bed and just switch off from this day that I've had (laughs) I'm really happy to be in my bed and it's the end of today and never have to do today again that's a great that's a great thing um yeah so just throw that out there in case gratitude yeah is, is a no no for you right
0: now <laughs> gratitude fatigue um yes. the, the analogy that i can use is uh, on a few occasions when i um you know when you when you perhaps you leave a friendship uh, a relationship a marriage whatever it is a toxic friendship a toxic work environment mm-hmm. and and you leave that and you know and you literally have this sense of relief or that phrase of i feel lighter now i feel yeah. expanded And I've had that on a few occasions. Obviously, I won't (laughs) mention individual cases or names, but that felt like, oh, yeah, that's coming from something deep. And I think that's what you're talking about with this idea of gratitude rather than just, you know, oh, that was a relief. I left that friendship or that relationship. You know, what's for dinner? It's that thing where you really feel it deep in your core.
1: Yeah, because that's how gratitude works. If you do it from a head place, which I did for a long time, um, Mm. it doesn't really do much. It's just an exercise. It's just a mental exercise. So this is about getting you into the feeling, into the body, into Mm. the heart, if you can, which is hard when we spend our lives in logic and thinking Mm. all the time. So that's a practice and it does get easier. So just just start to scan your day and go, what did I like about today? Because what do I like? Is my heart space it can be what do I love as well but it's a really nice like you want to ease your way into this you'll get better at it yeah. it'll start to become a lot more natural as you go so yeah that's a good
0: one sure so as we're yeah. coming uh, up towards uh, the end of our video today uh, was there anything that we haven't touched upon in terms of um the shift uh, mm. that you wanted to speak about so far because there's one other thing that you spoke about was in terms of our uh, personal uniqueness and the fact that we all have this knowledge—that all knowledge and wisdom comes comes from um, comes from within. Because traditionally, within the kind of cultural matrix programming, with even within the New Age and spiritual realm, we've seen it in terms of we need to go and seek the gurus and the mm-hmm. spiritual teachers. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but is that what you're talking about in terms of? finding yeah. that within ourselves
1: yes because even in this even in the spiritual community and the new age community um there has been a lot of sabotaging in that mm. so that's a whole other topic again but it's <laughs> it um we've got you know the religious programming we've mm. got the spiritual programming so whichever one you're plugging into the spirituality side it does a lot of the teachings have taught us to seek the guru to go onto the mountaintop and you know like follow that teaching whatever and it's what it's done is gradually gradually moved us away from our power what it's also done is um if you're kind of aware of this area is that it's made us into these kind of passive turn the other cheek um love and light to everybody and just accept everything that comes our way kind of teaching and really what that is there's an element of truth in it but what it does is actually it's disempowered us which is why um, I've witnessed myself a lot of people in the spiritual communities have plugged into all of this stuff in the world because they've gone oh our as an earth we've created this virus and we've you know manifested it together and this is what we're doing and now what we need to do is just nothing. It's like whoa okay so we'll just sit and do nothing <laughs> that's not that's not where our power is what our power our power can be fiery mm. you can be a spiritual heart-centered person and be a powerful being now i'm not saying everyone has to go out there and shout and chant and protest some of you will some of you won't some of us are just doing it quietly at home but it's just understanding that you are innately powerful so everything within you is very very powerful and then you've got it's about acting in alignment with what comes to you so through this shift some of us are being really revved up to be quite fiery right really really shout and speak our truth that doesn't mean we all have to do it some of us are being really fired up to write do things like this have interviews and get messages out right Mm -hmm. share messages others of us are really just more about fine-tuning our own frequencies and our life and making those changes because when you make those changes it ripples out into the world so it's all significant so we're all very very powerful beings but it all comes from within you so sure connect with people that can teach you look outside for those you know those things that resonate but but really I just encourage you to anyone you're looking for on the outside it's people that connect you back into who you are it isn't no one out there is any more powerful than you they might just have some missing pieces that they can give you that they can help you but it's realizing that you are you came in with so much knowledge and wisdom and that's where your intuition which again we never get taught at school comes into play so we're we're kind of shifting from logic facts think 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 in a linear way to oh more in our bodies more in our hearts more in our intuition and for some people that's kind of leaving them wide open like I don't know how to do that but that's okay that's okay and this is a process so I hope that makes sense Is just understanding that we're very very powerful um and especially when we're united mm-hmm. this is what's happening
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know so if you notice that you know your connections even online might have changed mm-hmm. mine certainly have <laughs> half my list on Facebook are people I have never met probably never will um but they're from all around the world, and they just have the same values, mm.
0: Mm. so you're not yeah. alone,
1: it's in incredibly powerful.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. Um, I think because it's important to, um, during these uh incredible times, transformative times, it is important that right, the point that you make sometimes our own internal processing, and that can be our own internal dialogue. Um, that that is just as important, um, even if we're not doing podcasts or we're not doing. Videoing, or we're not blogging, or we're not campaigning on the front line, we're not ripping up trees. That internal dialogue that is uh, and processing that's just as important. You know, if if other people might not be uh, seeing it, hearing it, appreciating it, but if we're it's all part of the process of transforming, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd even say that's probably even more important because even if you are someone who's going out there and doing all this stuff and being loud and you know, doing those things, great, great. But if they're then in a vibration of fear and stress. And they're not, they're not really moving out of that matrix system that we talked about. So, so just for anyone that's listening, you know, you are highly significant if, if your life consists of you at home with your family or on your own, and you're just working on yourself that you working on yourself right now is helping the shift because you are part of the shift. Cause imagine if every single human being who, you know, who's on this path, worked on themselves and started to really um strengthen how they're thinking about themselves what they believe about themselves come out of scarcity come out of fear come out of stress become healthier get more energy what a powerful thing that is and we all did that our whole world would change absolutely I think you don't understand just how true that is like our whole planet would change so never underestimate your significance we need every single one of you here you know mm-hmm. because even if you never leave your house and you're in your house and you're you know you're working on yourself and you're clearing whatever needs to be cleared or you're just focusing on what you do want and you're in a good vibration that ripples out into the world and it's we need that so this is what i mean by that kind of the massive shift mm-hmm. so you are highly significant so never ever doubt that ever because we need every single one you came here to be part of it even Mm. if you don't remember even if it doesn't make sense to you you're here and you're creating history you're right here we've all read the textbooks from before we're here making this history we're creating Mm. it now um there's no more powerful time to be alive i really don't think
0: yeah i i would definitely second that and as for the title yeah. of the video in terms of what you've brilliantly described and a good way to end is this idea of rediscovering our true divinity because that's for me that's exactly what this this whole process is about so um i wonder uh, just as a last point uh, as we round things up marie if you could just um, share with the audience uh, some details about your work and your own practice
1: Yeah. So I am, I'm working as hard to label, but I always kind of have a coach, a therapist, a mentor, a guide. Um, I do a combination of things. And really what I'm about is helping people drop that baggage as we talked about today, really, it's just kind of dropping those old layers, really remembering who they are to revolutionize how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you live, how you create. So it's all for me about all of the inner work. So that's what I do with people. Um, And I've lots of, I have a few different ways of working um so you can check it all out on the website so the best place to go is www.theawakerevolution.com is my Mm. website so everything's on there ways to work with me get on my email list if you want um got some videos things on there um but also you can find me on facebook's where i do a lot of um more connecting with people on facebook really so you can come and join my private group um the awake revolution soul team and that's where i do kind of every week maybe a couple of times a week um live streams we connect in there we have conversations about all of this kind of thing um that's probably the best place to connect and telegram kind of been dabbling on telegram so you can look up the awake revolution on telegram as well so, so are the all, the oh, yeah, as per, all the links
0: down below yeah
1: have all yeah. the links
0: down below as per normal thank you so much for that um so do you have any closing thoughts for our audience marie during these incredible times
1: times I think um priorities just breathe 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 coming to me in the last week is just breathing and water those are the top two because it sounds so basic but it's it's two things it's just allowing yourself to flow with stuff we get so caught up in the outside we get very tense restricted we're holding our breath you know where we're just intent, and I do this even now. <laughs> I can still tense. If you just keep actively breathing, like take hand on your chest if you need, just take three breaths in and out multiple times through the day. Plenty of water, and just I think really super kind to yourself at the moment because we're we're going we're going through another phase right now. Um, we're May right now, aren't we? May twenty twenty one, and right now we're very very much in this division people making their medical choices Um, it's really heartbreaking stuff you know we're we're all struggling with people's decisions so it's I think we're going through a bit of a grieving like difficult time so I'm not saying let's all be positive and work on ourselves and get the pump no let's be real we can do that stuff as well but let's be real and just be very gentle so lots of gentle yourself and lots of rest maybe you might need to rest a bit more Mm. i'm finding that i'm Mm. finding i just need a bit more gentleness Mm. not so because again it's interesting because we're not in our heads as much we are being moved Mm. out of that so you might naturally feel like i want to slow down a bit Mm. that's allowed speed is the old program (laughs) you're allowed to slow down so that's what i would leave you with just at the moment just grounding gentleness and go easy with yourself this is this is a challenge
0: yeah, it's very important. Thank you for bringing us back to the most fundamentals about proper hydration and breathing, because we all we all do forget. We all do often when we're in our heads and all the time. So thank you so much for that. And thank you, Marie, for joining us today. It's been another um, another really fascinating, brilliant uh, discussion. And uh, yeah, and if anyone uh, wants to check out our previous um, video we did, this link is in the description as well. So uh, thank you all for tuning in uh, and uh, watching and listening uh, again today. And uh, I'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now.